The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Speaking of Nutrition with Tom Mantos and co-host Fred Fornicola. Our program discusses the facts about chronic health conditions and shows you remedies that work. Now, here are your hosts, Tom Mantos and Fred Fornicola. Hi, this is Tom Mantos, Speaking of Nutrition, and my co-host Fred Fornicola. Hello, everyone. Thomas, how are you today? Very good. Good. Good to know. Okay, so today's Today's topic is a bit different than what we've been doing. We've always been talking about nutritional aspects for healthy health and bones and things of that nature. But today is about, our topic is called use your brain to lose your belly. Yes. And today's, but it's mainly about today is about behavior modification. Right. And that's more of a mindset. And we have to look at different aspects of how to achieve our goals, right? So we, first of all, we need to set goals. And we're going to talk about um, different tips that we can do to start out and then maintain our, our, our approach to achieving our goals. And we're going to have different aspects of how to dine out and, and different things about events and vacation, but we're going to get to that later. But the main, the main crux of it is about our mindset about achieving something. And so, Tom, let's start off with uh, some goal settings. Right. So when I, whenever I, I work with patients, and I've been doing this like 36 years, Besides, you know, setting them up on a, on a program, one of the first things I do is have them uh, do a worksheet called goal setting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, l- let me give you a little, like, background, because I like to use myself as an example, because I've, I've, yes. I've tortured myself through the years with different things, <laughs> but I enjoy it. So, way back when, when I got done wrestling in college, uh, I was competing in bodybuilding and powerlifting, and one of the things I had always done from 1974 to present, I keep all my weight training logs. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but it helps me. No, I know. I can, I can look back. I can tell you all my personal records. Like it was right, in right. De- December, January, and February mm-hmm. of 1997. Mm-hmm. So, because I like to challenge myself, you know, sure. extra rep. But what happened was I was, it was about three years in a row. I usually would do like, I would try to do one contest a year. So, first year... I'm like, I, I want to go into this contest next summer, okay? And, you know, I start dieting for it. And what happens? Life throws you a couple curveballs. Always does. You know, not, not good things happen or whatever. So what, what did I do? Bailed, I would quit. You, you bailed out. I would quit, and then I'd feel like a sissy. <laughs> so, <laughs> a loser, man. No, well, <laughs> so I got aggravated, but I did this three years in a row because I've had, you know, you can't tell what life is going to send you. Of course not. Or whatever, you know. So fortunately, you know, I always used to, I always try to keep reading like muscular development. We had the magazines and all that. So I came upon an article. Remember Frank Zane? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. He was in the Mr. Olympia. He yeah. was actually, he won the Olympia once, didn't he? Yeah. He used to compete with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. And he was a psychologist. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. And he wrote a whole article on setting goals, keeping motivated for your training, for your contest and all that. And to me, it was revolutionary because I never really paid any attention to it. Yeah, we never paid attention to that. So what I did was, in my workout book, I used it like a diary. 
So one page, I followed his his way of doing it, setting up my goals, my short goals, very positive goal, like what I wanted to do next year. Right. Contest, the whole thing, right? From that point on, I never quit. And my eventual goal was to win a national qualifier and compete in the nationals, mm-hmm. which I achieved every every year I achieved my goal right. from that. Now, you can do goal setting for any number of things. For instance, if you're going to open a business, you got to have a business plan. Absolutely. You got to have some kind of goal set up. Uh, finances, you're having problems with your finances, you got to do a cash flow analysis of your income mm-hmm. if you're having problems, right? Your health, spiritual. Some people might have goals. I've done this myself. Spiritually, sure. Sure. things I need to improve on and right. get rid of and right. this type of thing. Today, we're mainly going to focus on weight. But you can use these techniques for all these other Yeah, they're all applicable. All these other different things. Sure. Now, what I found out, a lot of people are like, ah, I don't have that much willpower. You know, I can't, I can't really. Willpower is the worst thing to rely on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't last. No. That's why I, I always had good willpower, but it didn't last. The right. stressors and stuff didn't sure. sit with me. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. What really causes you to, to, to stay in there and get your goals is motivation. Now, motivation takes work. Of course it does. You know, yeah. so keep motivated. We're going to go into things and how to do that. Mm-hmm. And then discipline. Discipline builds your habits. Right. So that your habits are natural to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I tell you, that I'll talk to people. I'll have somebody tell me over a 10 minute conversation why they don't have five minutes to do something. Some people will find excuses not to do yeah. things. Right. So these are things when you talk about commitment levels and, and discipline, you can find any excuse not to do something, try and find an excuse to do that. You know what I always tell people and they look at me like I say, well, you find time to have a bowel movement in the morning, don't you? <laughs> you find time to take a shower and wash your armpits and wash, put deodorant on and wash, comb your hair and brush your teeth. And watch TV for an hour or two. Yeah. yeah so you sure. find time for that so you can find – this only takes five, ten minutes a day. Right. And we're going to go through how, how right. you best do it. But let me, def- let me define motivation. Motivation is a state of mind that generates spontaneous thoughts and feelings towards accomplishing a specific purpose. So it's very powerful. Now, motivation can waver. You have a lot of stress, you know, this type of things are going, you know, wrong finances or whatever. The way you keep motivation is you work on it like exercise. And we're going to go through how to set goals and what I do to stay motivated, basically. Now, the other one is going to be discipline. Discipline should not be based on emotions. It's staying consistent in what you do in lieu of whatever emotional state is experienced. So I could tell you just out of discipline, I probably haven't missed a workout that I list in four or five years. Right. You know, right. I never miss a workout because you whether have- I feel like going or not, some days I just don't feel like going, but I go because I'm disciplined. Right. You right. Know? Well, it means, it means something to you. you. You know, there's something, there's something that's positive in, in that immediate response to exercise as long as far as, excuse me, as, as well as long-term. So what yeah. you're getting for that day is that jolt, that endorphin, that accomplishment. But you also know that's just one more, one more pebble in the jar to you being healthy for the long term. Yeah, well, I know, I know. Once I get warmed up, I'll, oh, the juices start flowing. I you're start good. getting yeah, yeah, no, crazy. I'm you. You no, know, I've done but, that many uh, times. Sometimes you're just dragging yourself there, but I do it out of the habit. 
Oh, yeah, I've done that too. I've gone on some serious long bike rides when I thought I was just going to maybe take maybe five or 10 miles. And then I ended up doing 25 because the endorphins kick in. Yeah, once your blood is yeah, flowing sure, up sure. and everything but, like that. But it's, that's not the part that's the problem. It's the part for most people is to get started. Yeah, and, well, and I'll, stay, you, stay, I'm I'm show you a good way, good yeah, way to do time. it. And yeah. it's really the a way that I used to do it. But now what I try to do, and again, with my patients, one of the first two appointments, they get a goal setting sheet right. to set their goals. That's very important. All right. Yeah. I don't want wishy-washy goals. So first of all, you, you want to have a long-term goal, right? whatever that is. And it's got to be specific and it's got to be positive. And, rel- and relatively attainable, not crazy, yeah. not, not easy yeah. to reach, but not out of your reach. Yeah. So the failure is not already set like, up. When people say, my goal is I don't want to be fat. Yes. Well, that's negative. Right. And it's not, I, it's not definitive either. No. I want to have a lean, high-energy body. Right. See, there's positive. I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to bench press 300 pounds. Something that's definitive. Yeah, or I want to run a 5K next year. Right, right, right. You know, or maybe I ran a 5K last year, and this year I want to beat my time. Right. Even if it's a few seconds. Yep. I, it's all, it's all positive. Good, right? Yeah, sure. So what I do, since I stopped competing, I like to, I like to challenge myself. Um, so I'll just give you the last couple of years what I do. Not last summer, the summer before, I always challenge myself to get ripped to go on a cruise. Okay. Is that why you get big and fat beforehand? Yeah, no, I don't get big. <laughs> I only let myself get a few few pounds off. But so two summers ago, I got down to about seven percent. Right? So last summer, I'm like, well, I want to get down to six percent. And I'll tell you. I worked hard, and there's nothing going to stop me. I want to, I want to get because I like being ripped. Sure. I was ripped. I hadn't been that ripped in a decade. Like abs were out and everything. Right now, once the sum, once the summer's over, what I do, I got my goal, and I like to. I set a date. I like to set a date for my cruise. If I can reach my goal a little before that, mm-hmm. fine, all the better. So in the I have a little off season, September to January where I'll allow myself to gain 10 pounds over. Most people, like women, don't don't go over three or four pounds, right. you know, and then start. But I, I like to increase my strength and my lifts and mm-hmm. have a little off-season. If I want to have peanut butter, I freaking eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm dieting, I got to cut it out because sure. I could eat a whole jar. Right. Right. So once if I'm going over, usually it's a, a body fat. I try not to get up to, like, over 10%. If I do, then I, I start counting again. So in the off season, I don't count. I don't do anything. I just eat clean. If I want to have a little treat, I have a treat. Start in January, which actually is coming up. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a, a vacation planned in July. Mm-hmm. This year, my goal is to get to five percent, mm-hmm. which is even harder. Sure, and I'm going to do it. Right. I, so I got a I got a thing to. So I'm not letting my body weight get up so high that I have to kill myself to do it, but I'm going to do it over a gradual period of time. Yeah. And just to point out what you just said about discipline, like you said, jokingly, you can eat a whole jar of peanut butter, but I but, could. no, right. But, <laughs> but when you're ready and you put your mind to it, that stops. So exactly. that's the point about you, what you stated in the beginning is that it's about discipline. So if you didn't have a goal of going away, you know, maybe you wouldn't eat a whole jar of peanut butter, but you're not going to restrict yourself. Exactly. Now you're going to, you're going to find yeah. okay, so I, next I, time I to restrict. a challenge. So what, what I do is this, right in my workout book, and everyone should keep a workout record, right? I'll ask people, when's the last time you increased a rep 
or a little bit of weight. Oh, it's been years. Right. I'm like, then for years you've been doing nothing. You're, you're not even like gaining a little strength. You should be gaining going up a rep when you can, mm-hmm. you know, when I go up a rep in things or I go up in weight, that adds to my motivation. Sure. So what I'll do is in my workout book, I'll have a page and I'm going to do it. On, I'm going to do it in a couple, in a week or so. I'll list my long-term goal, my vacation, mm-hmm. what body fat I want to get to. I want to get ripped, you know, positive stuff like that. And I'm going to have little short-term goals. So I might have a goal, a weekly goal. Mm-hmm. I at least have to lose. I'm not going to kill myself because I'm not getting that heavy. And yet, but half a pound to a pound a week. Right. That's my goal. And see, the thing is, is that you're patient to do that. Most people aren't patient either. They want all the weight to come well, off like in three weeks. One, too, one, right? one to two pounds a week is, is appropriate. Anything over that. Is, no, right. Is, but what I'm saying is when people set goals and they have, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. And they want to try and go, in five weeks, can I do that? I'm like, no. You want to do it over 20 weeks or more. Yeah. And if you do it ahead of time, then God bless you. You're yeah. Ahead, right. Right? Sure enough, that's good. So what I do also is, like other things that add motivation, let's say I had a lot of stress and I'm not that motivated. Mm-hmm. I'll reaffirm my goals. I'll write in my book. Oh, I ate, you know, I ate something I shouldn't eat. I yeah. might chew myself out a little right. bit. I got to get on tomorrow. I got right. a trip coming up. This right. is my goal. You know, even if I go up a rep or two in the gym, mm-hmm. that adds my, I'm a little more motivated. I think it also helps reduce your stress is when you achieve that type of stuff too, yeah. right? So yeah. you, you're having something that's not going right in your in your in your life, going there and or not just going to the gym, but achieving whatever your inter, intermittent goal is is a big plus. Yeah, if you don't if you don't have like a a game plan like a goal listing, mm-hmm. you're, you're Rate of success is poor. Well, like, Very poor. like we were talking off air, I said, when I tell people an example, I'm like, if you want to go on vacation, you just don't say, I'm going on vacation. Okay, well, where do you want to go? When do you want to go? Got to make airline reservations. You got to get a hotel. You got to take the time off. You need to, there's particulars you have to get to. So you just don't blur it out. You'll never go on vacation then just throwing that idea. This right. is the same thing when you want to lose weight or increase your performance someplace exactly. in the gym or on bike or running or whatever. I mean, not that everybody has to do it, but what I'll, what I'll do too is like in my goals, I'll list, okay, this is the calories I'm going to take in. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't seem to work and I'll give you everybody a quick formula to figure out your calories, just a quick one. I go, I have a machine that does it at work, uh, does your body fat and all right, that. Right. Tells you exactly how many pounds of fat you should lose to get to whatever body fat oh, that's rather great. than guessing at it. Yeah. So <clears throat> one of the things I'll start out like, let me give you a good, everybody a good formula. Get a pen, take your weight, and divide it by 2.2, and that gives you kilograms. Now, men burn one calorie per kilogram of body weight an hour, and women burn 0.9. So what you do is, let's take me as an example. I'm 220. Divide by 2.2, it's 100. Right. So you're going to multiply for men by that by 24. So that's 2,400 calories. That's my resting metabolic rate. It usually works out pretty close. Women, you're going to multiply that by 21.9. I don't know what that is. I didn't figure that out. No, I'm not okay. a woman, but. No. Well, question. <laughs> so question. that's where you start. So if I start at 2,400 calories, mm-hmm. and after a couple of weeks, now what I do, you need to monitor your caloric intake. I mean, get an app. You can get an app and monitor it so yeah. you know what you're taking in every week, right? Mm-hmm. Uh I monitor also my protein just for recovery. Sure. So what I do is I add it up on a piece of scratch paper and I have like a chart that I just put it in. Now you, people can just get their app and put that mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not losing on 2,400 calories, mm. 
Next week, you know, I'm not happy with it. I'll go to 23. I, brought, I reduce it by 100 calories a week mm-hmm. only so that I, I come. Now, I found like last year, if I went down to 2,200, mm-hmm. now it was good. Okay. So I kept it there. Right. And it also includes right. other activities and stuff, but this is all just on a, on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Let's hold that thought because we're going to go to commercial and, and we'll be back in a few moments. Okay. Thanks. Mantos' Center for Alternative and Preventative Medicine in New Jersey will help you find the right solutions for your health and nutritional needs. Each person is different, and our customized approach tailored to individual needs allows us to create achievable goals that are based on your lifestyle and physicality. Our preventative medicine specialists are committed to helping you make the changes you need in your life. To schedule a 30-minute free consultation or for more information, call 732-219-9636 or visit TomMantos.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. are listening to Speaking of Nutrition with Tom Mantos and Fred Bornicola. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Tom, for uh, clarification for our audience, I want to go back to what we were just discussing about the RMR with the resting um, metabolic uh, rate. Can you just define that for Sure. The, the numbers I gave you on that were your resting metabolic rate, which is how many calories a day you burn without doing activity. Just so normal I, body function. I start with that, and then I exercise the additional off. So I don't want to start too low. Right. So this is just normal body activity. Yeah, if you laid in bed all day, that's how many calories a day. Right, that's from digestion, up. breathing. We couldn't that's even all go, it is. You can't even get up to go to the bathroom. Right. Just that's just being there. there. Yep. Right. Now, what happens when someone is active, right? Lifting weights, uh, cardiovascular. You, there's ways to figure that out. Yeah. You know. But, but you, this is a starting point for most people. I start, I start with that. Does it I matter? I find that works good. Okay. And it doesn't matter what someone's body fat levels are then? Because they're going to lose weight either way, right? I mean, right. if you're lean, if you're at 6% already, for instance, right. you don't have much body the, fat to lose. A more weight. accurate way to do it, like I have a biological impedance machine which measures your body fat. And what it does is it calculates based on how much lean body mass you have, muscle right. mass, muscle bones. Or, right. Then you burn a certain amount. Of, so the machine will do it. But this equation, I've used it for so long, it, mm. it, it comes pretty good. But just for clarification, the leaner you are, you actually can take in more calories too. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So that's so, why you have to build muscle. Right. And that's why you need to get analyzed. Build muscle, yep. And that's what the, analyze, the analyzing part is really important. That's, what I, that's the first thing it. I do with people's body yeah. composition. Then we figure out this is your goal. This is what you got to get to to get to this body fat, how many pounds of fat you need to lose. And then right there. And that's yeah. accurate. And, and, and that right there, <laughs> excuse me, is is even a greater way to set your goal right from the get-go, is that you're not just losing 20 pounds. I do you're losing right on 20 the spot. pounds of fat. I and do that's it right it. on the spot. Yeah, and that's Some people will be like, well, I think i got to lose about 20 pounds, but according to my machine, I'll say, well, you'd be better if you lost like 28 pounds. Right, right. So they, mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay. We'll well, most that. people don't understand composition. Body yeah, composition, I, I go over the whole yeah. thing. But yeah. what my point is is that you're taking that goal setting even to a deeper level. I'll be yeah. very specific about this is how much fat you need to lose. Yeah. To and, get then I, and then I, I help them break it down. How many pounds, like how many weeks they want to do it. Right. You okay. know, and all, right. and all that. All yeah. Right. All right. Okay. So one of the things I want to talk about with motivation, the more you work on motivation, the more you start to develop a passion for something. Now, when you have a passion for something, you're pretty much relentless. Mm-hmm. Like 
I had a passion when I wanted to win the uh, the bodybuilding national qualifier. There was nothing on the planet that w- that could happen to me almost being shot mm. that was going to stop me from doing it because I had this passion and I worked on the motivation all the time. But there's different levels of that, of course. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's inherent in, in it your, your personality. Some though. people say, that, you know, they want to drop 10 pounds. Some people just want to run a 5K. Yeah. But I, I don't mean that. I mean, the dedication comes from not making excuses, whatever. I mean, like, like I said before, people spend more time making excuses than being actually going out for a run or working don't have out. a game plan. Yeah. But even if you people know? have game plans, I mean, I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, philosophy i mean the psychology that goes into this right and you can get philosophical about it all day long about how somebody should go about things but it's a matter of you determining what you want to do and how much effort you want to put into it but that's like anything you you got let me tell you it works much better if you have a book and you write it down yeah because that impregnates into your brain rather than just having a wish floating around in your brain that really doesn't work right when you see a concrete written down Mm -hmm. when you need to reevaluate your motivation you could just write yourself a little letter, yeah. you know, like yeah. I, I, I screwed up. I have a lot of stress, you know, so we're going to get back on track tomorrow. And you're going to visually see that that's going to impregnate into your brain, yeah. Yeah. you know? So there, here's some other, let me give you some other techniques that help with, with keeping uh, motivation and your, on your goals. One that I like is seize every moment. What that means is take the extra five to 10 minutes a day, keep track of your calories, write your little workout down, make Make your goals, you know, five, 10 minutes. And, you know, I bring this a lot of my people and I can tell you, they don't want to do any of that. They don't want to keep track of their intake. I give them a real simple way, not even count calories. It's just a check sheet. They uh, check uh, the serving uh, yeah, size as well. That, that, simple. That in your visual. Thing, and there's people that won't do it. Yeah, but that in your visual, uh, you know, uh, deck of cards is the size of a piece of chicken breast and the whole chicken. I mean, the fish being yeah. like a, I, I think that is awesome because you don't have to get so neurotic about it. So I give them four <laughs> servings of protein. They have one, they check it off. They got three left. Right. It's Everything's worked. No. Right, right. But I have people that won't do it. So yeah. you know what? Mm. I can already tell. You're going to fail. Don't even bother doing this. Yeah. Because you're, you're going to fail and you're going to gain whatever weight you lose, you're going to gain. If back. you don't take that initiative to do that part, you're done. I did that 30 years ago when you helped me out. And that was the best thing I ever did. Oh, the check sheet I put you on. Was yeah, it was easy, right? Piece of cake. Yeah. No pun intended. So <laughs> season every moment. Also, like sometimes I like to get more, like I'll, I follow T Nation, mm-hmm. Testosterone Nation. It, they got really good articles on exercise, physiology, nutrition. But I'll look in there. Like I just came up, uh, I just found a new rear delt exercise that I've never done before. I said, wow, this looks, so now I'm excited. I'm going to go try that out this week when I sure. do shoulders, right. you know, or yeah. a new chest exercise or a new way to do it. Like I like muffins. You, you like recipes, right? Oh, absolutely. So I found two weeks ago, because most muffins, you can't even eat them. They're, 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 yeah. It's like eating chocolate cake. I mean, there's no, you know, nothing good about it, mm. but they, they had a recipe for a high protein, low sugar, low fat, Oat brand muffin. Mm. From, I got it from T Nation. Mm. Damn, things are good, man. So now I'm happy. I, once in a while, I can make a batch. That's funny you, say, it's funny you say that because I just found a recipe for high-protein uh, pancakes that have virtually very, very little amount of flour. It's all protein made with Greek yogurt and protein powder. Yeah. And it was like, I'm getting like 12 grams of food for each protein So pancake. it's good to keep, yeah. you know, read some articles. Yeah. You know, and We've been doing videos. this for over 40 years, and yeah. so we still go out and get motivation. And another thing I tell people, forget the past. If you failed in the past, that don't mean you're a failure. No. Failure is an event, not a person. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not. So 
this time you're going to change what you're doing. You're going to take these steps that I'm telling you. Yeah, it's never too late. The other thing I test people on is speak the language of a winner. So I'll ask somebody, now you ready to get started next week? We're going to, I'm going to work out a program after the free consult, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll try to do it or maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it. Well, I'll try. Mm-hmm. You know what? Either you change that or don't bother right. doing it because right. that's negative. That's mm-hmm. like an out. Mm-hmm. You're going to do it for a while. You're going to quit. I can tell you right now. I see this all the time. I want positive things. I can. I will. I will do it. We can. Of course, I'm going to do it. No, I'm not on the fence about it. I'm doing this mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. And people that have that mindset succeed. Plus, the people that keep track of their things, they succeed. But on the flip side, you have other people who do have that negative and they're just are um, the first ones point fingers at somebody else for causing them to fail. They're not taking responsibility. You have to take ownership of this yeah. without a doubt because they can say, oh, the nutrition guy didn't tell me this. Oh, I forgot. I didn't have time. My wife didn't pick up. The me-. There's a million excuses. You don't quit. It's uh, like if you own your own business, do you just like throw in the towel because you have a little problem? With- I, I will tell you this. In the beginning, it's a bit laborious to learn a lot of this stuff. But once you do, I remember the first time, when I met with you 32 years ago and I went food shopping, I spent three hours in the market, you know, food store. And remember back then they didn't have the nutrition labels like they do today. So no. I was guessing at everything, but I was new to all this. I read every label. I still drive my wife crazy because I read every time she brings something home, I fling it around and read the label. But it's something I had gotten used to 30 something years ago and I haven't stopped, but it was a very laborious process. But once I got it down, I knew every morning I was making oatmeal with apple butter and bananas and some protein powder. That was my meal every morning. I had eggs at lunch. I had this and I had everything nailed down. And back then, again, they didn't have the variety we have now and the knowledge base and the research and the experience that we have now. But I spent some time there and it made a huge difference because it made everything easier to achieve my goal. So I had to put the effort in the beginning and it's a pain in the ass. But it works. If past that point, well, once, it's easy. Once, once it's part of your life, it's like it's second, it's it's second nature. It's, yeah, absolutely. You know, so if you develop motivation, you have a specific goal that helps you form some discipline. Yeah. So even when you know life is funny, you know it goes up and down. But you're disciplined, and you develop the habits. So your habit is you eat healthy food. Right. And I'm not saying you can't, you know, well, you go off every in a while, now. Sure. Yeah. But listen, I tell people, you know, as soon as they start, right. They need to lose 50 pounds. Well, Tom, can I have one cheat meal a week? No. In the beginning? No. Here's the, yeah. I had like a million cheat meals. Here's, here's the analogy I use for that. <laughs> yeah, right. When Wait. you lose like 10 pounds, then Maybe. you can have a cheat meal. Here's, here's the analogy I use for that. Me believe you just got a new job. After the first week on a Friday, you tell the boss you're leaving early. No, it doesn't work that way. You got to put your time in before you're allowed. To I got to go play golf. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to make, you got to put your time in before you give yourself a reward. Right. You've had enough rewards. Just wait it's till 50 pounds. I can tell you, once, once you get a certain number of days behind you where you're good with it. And again, like you, I know you like to look at for different recipes yeah, just sure. to make things interesting. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's got to be a habit for you, just like anything else. So you want to really burn your goals into your subconscious. Try to get a passion for it. Don't let anything stop you. Get your goal. And once you get your goal, you can, it may be like in the wintertime, you want to, you know, you let yourself put on a few pounds. That's it. Once it goes over that, you got to go back to counting. Sure. And don't be surprised if there's other people who are going to try and lure you over 
they're trying to make themselves feel better. They're like, come on, have a piece of cake with us. They don't have the discipline. I tell people all the time, those people are trying to lure you over to make themselves feel better. They're not supporting you. They're making them say, oh, you know what? I'm eating this cake, so you might as well too. So they don't feel bad about themselves. People. Yeah. Or just, you know, take a stand and say, no, you know what? I'm st- sticking with this. Why don't you try piece- passing up on a piece of cake and, and see yeah. if you can bring them onto your side. But- well, I had people like they would do that. To- well, why are you going into body? Because it's, you know, bodybuilding is extreme. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's so extreme. It's torture, yeah. really. But yeah. that's what I wanted to do. Right. You know, I wanted to get through it. And I wanted to. My thing was, I didn't want to go into a contest. I wanted to win the contest, and that's what I put on my goals. Right, right. right. But I don't know. If, did I ever? Did I ever tell the story of? Uh, you know, my old girlfriend that used to train me. I'm not going to mention her name, but she, she's. I did. Me and her get along still good. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she was she was very powerful. She, me and her, we both competed and everything, and uh, it was good. So before my national qualifier, I'll never forget. It's six weeks before. And not only was I had to get my body fat down to 3%, which is horrific, I couldn't make weight. I had to make 198 and a quarter light heavyweight, and I couldn't get down. Right? Where, where were you? I was like 202. I couldn't get so under. I had to lose four pounds of muscle at that point. Uh, well, I made it in the end. But anyway, so I'm suffering bad, right? Mention, you know, once you get under 5%, that's your essential fat. You start to, it's like your starvation. You're, right. It's you a horrible state. Party gets a little messed up. So anyway, she goes, well, it's my aunt's birthday today. You want to go to the birthday party, right? I said, well, I don't know. You know, I don't know. If, she goes, don't worry. It's catered. There'll be healthy food there to eat. Mm-hmm. So, and she, you know, she knows she's been through the same thing. Yeah. So I go to this thing, right? Now, it's my problem. Nobody else's problem. So it's, it's catered. Do you know? Because usually, normally, I would have just had a salad and maybe some Rugged chicken cheese. or something. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. That's it. Mm. Didn't have that. It was just pasta, lasagna, sausage and peppers. Like Nice Italian meal. Yeah, but. Not for you. <laughs> so I'm like flipping out. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And am I, you know, she's looking at me like, oh, my God, there's nothing here. You know, so I'm sitting down and I'm Jones and like I had to eat like my blood sugar is dropping. I'm croaking. Right. <laughs> There's this poor old lady sitting across on the other side of the table. She had to be 80 something years old and she had a big piece of lasagna hanging out of her mouth. And she goes, oh, isn't this food great? <laughs> well, I, I like I wanted to hit her with an overhand right. <laughs> I really did, but you know, so a little stressed at that moment. Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I got up. I got, I got up. I told told my girlfriend, "All right, I gotta I gotta get out of here. I gotta go get." So I snuck out. Nobody knew it, it was because this was in the backyard. I drove in town and I went to a deli. And what I did is I got a, a like a, a just a salad. Mm-hmm. With some oil and vinegar, a little oil and vinegar, and mm-hmm. I, I gave, I had, I got uh, six ounces of turkey breast that mm-hmm. they cut me, mm-hmm. and I went. I don't remember. I think I went to a park or something. I sat on a bench and ate it like a loser, <laughs> right? But I was like so happy I could eat, mm-hmm. you know. And then I just went back to well, the thing, right? And uh, you know, so, so the moral of the story is, is that your was, dedication almost punched a 40, 80, 40 year old yeah, with a lasagna. I, I had, had enough okay. resolve not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So, but see, that's discipline. Yeah, well, it's a little, and nuts. I'm a little nuts too, but okay. Well, it's six weeks, you know. You know, it's, it's six weeks to a show. I just, right. There's nothing no, I to do that. I don't like stuff, so I'm not, I'm not going off. Right. 
and it paid off. Yeah, you know, okay. it was it was good. Right. And you didn't hurt the old lady. Good. No, I wouldn't okay. do that. Okay. I was just all right. Kind of, you know. <laughs> I understand. Blow blood sugar can make you do crazy things. Yeah, and some people like it's a good thing to like go back and affirm your goals. <clears throat> like some people, and this works for some people. I didn't really need it. Like I had my little book in my workout book that I wrote stuff down, but. Like they could do things like I will strive to be the best I can be today. Mm-hmm. And it could be for whatever goal they're picking. Uh, my inner strength will carry me through the time I am weak. See, I think slogans like this, if you will, I think people think they're goofy and corny, but I, they I work think, for some people. No, I know, yeah, but it, you know what? It, it, even if it, if it, even if it appears to be goofy, it's still a positive affirmation of things. Yeah. And still you're working, you're working at keeping yourself positive. So whatever that happens to be, and that's the right My, thing my favorite one, I'll just give it to you. I could, and it's a religious quote, but it's from the Bible. It's, uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. But I like that. Right. You know, it works for it, you. It works for me. You. So you sure. use what you think, you know, yeah. works for you and sure. all that. So we talked about the goal setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, three important things. Get a notebook. Keep track of your workouts in it. Write down your goals. Use it as a little diary if you, if you have horrible times. Right. Right. And then... Make sure that you monitor your intake, right. whatever you're taking it. So even the apps make it easy, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. Again, I do it all by hand because well, I yes. do it the same way I did. It was like a well, work for, for me, so yeah. I don't mind doing the extra couple of minutes. So we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we'll talk about dining out and vacationing and things that people can make okay. still. Okay, sounds right. good. Mantos's Center for Alternative and Preventative Medicine in New Jersey will help you find the right solutions for your health and nutritional needs. Each person is different, and our customized approach tailored to individual needs allows us to create achievable goals that are based on your lifestyle and physicality. Our preventative medicine specialists are committed to helping you make the changes you need in your life. To schedule a 30-minute free consultation or for more information, call 732-219-9636 or visit TomMantos.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are listening to Speaking of Nutrition with Tom Mantos and Fred Bornicola. Now back to the program. Okay, we're back. So, Tom, we're going to talk about some tips, right, that we can uh, offer some folks to uh, get them started. Yeah. Okay, good. So, these I, I usually give to everybody and I go through them with them because they're very important, some general thing. Some of them sound a little, you know, goofy, but they're actually people don't follow them. So, it might help them out. Right. First thing, do not skip a meal. The number one thing that people think they should do to lose weight. Now. Right. It's the worst thing. It slows your metabolism, do. makes you hungrier later. Makes you want to punch so an 84-year-old I, lady, too, if yeah, you don't eat. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> that. Uh, I usually recommend people eat four smaller meals a day, three meals and a snack. Okay. For myself, like if somebody had, you know, that's into working out and they have a tough workout, I need a fifth snack. So five times a day would be fine. So let me ask you a question based on our previous podcast about uh, nutrition for the athletes and, you know, training and so forth. The pre-workout, when we talked about using needing Dora and honey or having some yogurt and berries and things of that nature, do you consider that part of your meal, a part that's of the a snack? Meal. That's, that's a, a meal. That's a small meal. So a small meal. Yeah, sure. Okay. 
Because the old the old prevailing recommendation used to be six meals a day, right? Yeah, but okay. it doesn't seem to be doing so well in the, re- the research. Yeah, and the other thing too is I wanted to ask you a quick question: is they always say you can't assimilate or digest more than thirty grams of protein. That would be depends on the person. Well, that would also mean you're only mm-hmm. taking in one hundred and twenty grams of protein. Yeah, day, so. no, it yeah. depends on a person. Right. And, and, and look and, where your protein's coming. from. I was going to say, and the yeah. foods that you're getting, you get a protein shake of fifty grams, it's, it's going right to your system. It's, yeah, much more absorbable. Yeah, and then, okay, yeah. that's just yeah, the other thing, which <clears throat> which I um, um I got to watch is try to eat slowly. I tend to shove stuff now, down. You and I have been to lunch many times, and you both of us eat really fast. Yeah, <laughs> so here's what I do. See, in your stomach, your stomach, there's a thing called the vagus nerve, and that's connected to your brain. Right. So when your stomach expands, the vagus nerve is stimulated to send this chemical called cholecystokine into your brain and shuts your appetite down. It takes 20 minutes, though. Right. So if you shove your whole meal down in five minutes... And I've seen people do it. I'm no. not even that bad. No. You actually could st- still feel hungry even though you're totally full. Right. All right. So eat slowly. Eat. And, and I covered this in the, in the last talk on um, staying young. Eat till you're only about 80% full. Don't blow yourself. But again, you have to eat slowly to know that because you can get yeah. past that. So really what, I, what I do is um, when I'm cutting weight, I'll have some raw vegetables with maybe a little hummus. Mm. As a dip and a, and a big thing of water. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll have dinner like 20, 30 minutes later. So that kind of fills me up. Mm-hmm. And then I might have, you know, a little chicken or salmon but if you're and also, some rice and right, then I'm but, pretty good. But if they're also someone, one of your patients is using your uh, little uh, checklist box thing that you have there for, then they also know that they're, how much they're eating at each meal anyway. Right. Even though they should, still should be eating slowly, they should, they should raw be ve- working raw, on a portion there too. Yeah, right? raw vegetables would be um, would be unlimited. Uh, right. Hummus would be like a quarter cup of hummus is a serving, which is about hundred calories. Right, which you need right. to be careful for of because you can take a couple pieces of celery and get some big big scoopfuls of yeah. hummus. Yep. Establish an eating environment. Try to eat in a calm. You know, don't sit there and. Well, you don't want to be driving and eating a sandwich. No, 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 yeah. no. Try to have like a, a place where you have your dinner. You can relax and eat, eat your dinner and have well, a nice a, meal. A lot of other like countries that. do that. They, we talked about that, about the Mediterranean eating, right? It's about family, right? We talked about the environment that would be in. It's a calm, organized unless you know, you're environment. A, unless you're a Greek or Italian family and they're well, screaming and yelling. Yeah, me. but there's a lot of love there, though. <laughs> Oh my, yeah. oh my, I know. I'm, I'm, someone's throwing I'm, the salt and pepper shaker. I'm you. Greek, you know. So yeah, I'm Italian, so I understand. Yeah, you know. So reorganize your kitchen. Like, why you got boxes of cookies all over the place? And why you got all this crap? Like, don't buy them. Get rid of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Get, get your health. If you need, if you want to have a little cheat and have like, I might have a, like get some like organic cookies. Go out and buy and eat a couple that you want to eat. Don't have them laying around the house no. for you, you know. No. So try to reorganize your Honestly, your this, is, this is kind of sad, but I used to take the Kashi Golin as a treat for myself, honestly. <laughs> it's it so good. It's, it's really tasty. It but, you know, that's, a, but the, that's my way of staying on track and knowing that I'm not really cheating. I'm having a, I'm having a healthy meal. I mean, I'm getting 10 grams of fiber and 20 grams of, of protein with the, you know, some of the organic I mean, milk. But what I'm getting at is that you don't need to starve yourself. You can eat enjoyably. Right. And you can have a snack if you will, that's, you feel like you're cheating, but it's still a healthy, healthy alternative. Yeah, if you want to lose weight, you just have to count it. Count right. Yeah. Well, right. You Nobody, know? you know, it's funny. I always tell people, when's the last time you measured out a cup of, of cereal 
or two ounces of pasta. No one ever does that. Or pour eight ounces of milk. You pour out. Oh, I do. Yeah, I know you do. I do. <laughs> but when you pour a bowl of that cereal, which is really good, you know that's more one one cup there. My point is that you yeah. don't realize portion control is part of the equation about being dedicated, well, not just eating good food. That's but why I give people eyeball. So you can eyeball like yeah. serving at chickens like the size of a deck of cards. It's three ounces, 150 calories. Well, this is where we had this That's conversation fine. before about carbohydrates. It's not carbohydrates, it's the volume. Because when you slap on some mashed potatoes, even if you made them with not a lot of fat or you have rice, you know, people are taking softball sizes of rice. That's a lot of yeah, food. you got to keep your serving sizes down yeah. for sure. Yeah. The other thing is be your own best friend. And that sounds kind of silly, but if you screw your diet up and you didn't really plan to, or you just screwed it up, don't quit. You yeah, only, you only, it's it, it's not going to really make any difference. It's like what I used to do when I competed, I would curse myself out, mm. you know, and I'm not going to say what I said, mm. but I'd write it down. That'd right. be to me and my letter. Right. And I got to get on track next tomorrow. And then right. that would be well, the end of it. Well, you know, if you sounds, sounds interesting, but when you just said, you're writing a letter to yourself because it's, this is a personal situation. Yeah. The only person you have to deal with is you. The person you're committed to is you. The person you have to apologize for messing up is you. I don't do you. it for anybody else except myself. Right. So yeah. so having that conversation with yourself um, is, is it sounds like a little weird and goofy, but it's really cleansing for me. Well, I do it I do it don't myself. Don't people keep personal journals sure, on, their own, on their life? Yeah. You know, how yeah. they're handling it. It's the same. No, right. right. And the thing is, is that this attitude, this, this behavioral modification as we described it, is on many levels. Like, if you want to quit smoking? Yeah, look, look. There's no, there's no doubt that chem, um, uh, smoking and alcohol and drugs and even food are addictive. Sure. And there's a chemical release. If you can take three days and try this, take three days and don't eat any of the junk food that you're used to eating, your cravings for that stuff will definitely diminish. It, not to say it's totally gone, but you'll think about it more in your head than your body craving it. It like takes about 28 days to get to totally detoxified. But I found that most people in three days, when they start yeah. to just do that, they're starting to get rid of that chemical dependency, that sugar. And that also goes for, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, fault, fake sugars. You know, like a yeah. nutri sweets that actually stimulates your body to still contribute. Yeah, no, no, no artificial sweetener. Yeah, because not only is it unhealthy for you, you're still, it's like taking a nicotine patch and you're trying to quit smoking. You're still getting nicotine yeah. in your body. Don't put that stuff in your system. It's not healthy for you and it's not going to do you any favor. So when you think that you're cutting out sugars by having a diet Coke, you, you are cutting out calories, but you're not helping yourself there. Right. And then a couple other things, set and review your goals often. Again, that fuels motivation, which is key. And then Try to get a lot of water in. I, what I use in the summer, particularly, I find, you ever, you ever have bubbly or one of those sparkling waters with the yeah, lemon no lime? Cal- the, yeah, no, no calories. calories. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's refreshing. Again, you know, you know it's, it's like I said, it's a treat, and you're doing it in a healthy manner. And that's, I think, one of the main considerations is that, especially today, and when I'm dating myself, like I said earlier, 32 years ago when I started this, we had no nutritional uh, labels that gave us anything other than I think calories for the total thing. Remember? I mean, now you got apps. You, got you can everything. look up anything. Yeah, but you have they even show you uh, additional additional sugars that are added now. Did you see right. that, the new labels? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, sure. So you can make better choices. You know, turn the turn the can around, turn the and look at the label and see what's in there. You can't pronounce it. Put it down. There's a lot of good things you can do. There's a lot of healthy alternatives. I mean, 
as Tom mentioned before many podcasts, he loves having some Greek yogurt and berries. I mean, I think, you know, something like that. You're actually having a snack that's really healthy for you. It tastes good. And, you, and you're not cheating. It's my pre-workout. Yeah, meal. and you're not yeah. cheating. You're yeah. doing yourself a good service yeah. there. But the whole concept of goal setting, it has to be done, and it has to be done on long-term and then short-term goals and checked and modified and adjusted and evaluated. And the commitment level is what has to happen on a daily basis because those goals can be set for, like Tom said, he gives himself six months to get leaner to go away. Okay, but every week he's checking his body fat levels and his monitoring stuff. But it's a daily commitment of reevaluating and doing things that are supposed to be done and saying no to some things that you'd rather not say no to. In especially if you're an unhealthy individual, that's that's yeah. a, that's a that's a must. We're doing it voluntarily, and if you're unhealthy, and I'm sure you have plenty of patients when they have to lose fifty pounds, there's a lot of unhealthy things going on. That's not a if maybe or but. That's a have to. Well, one of the one of the things that is important for people because a lot of people like to go out to eat, sure. and that's great. Yeah, you know, uh, when you dine out, you know, if you're dining out, some of my patients they dine out three, four, five nights a week, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, when when can I cheat?" Well, first of all, when you've lost some weight and did something positive right. you can have a cheat meal yeah it's fine yeah only you know one meal have have something if you're going out to eat three four nights a week you can't have a cheat meal no. every night so to prepare for and i love to go out to eat so like saturday maybe my night whatever and my biggest cheat is i like to have a few beers mm-hmm. maybe a shot of tequila or something like that and I may eat a clean meal because mm. I like it, right? you know? Right. Or if I ha- feel like eating a steak, I'll have a steak. And that's it. I go right back to my thing again, you know, my diet well, the next day. With today's, I mean, technology, you just go on the internet, you can look at any menu and know what you ought to well, But here's the thing. I remember a long time ago, 30 years ago, I was at an event and I was sitting at a table with seven other people and they, everybody ordered something and they came to me. And I said, okay, you know, I had a choice of like fish or chicken or something. So I said, I like the fish, broiled, no butter. I want a baked potato, no butter. I said, I want a salad with oil and vinegar on the side. And everybody looked at me, and the waiter said, no problem. And they said, I can get that too? And they said, yeah, sure. So they were just afraid to ask. It's called assertiveness. Yeah. Because I That's wanted, very I, important. But I wanted to stay on my, what, on yeah, my plan. Exactly. And so how hard was it to order that kind of food? You're it paying wasn't. for it, man. That, that's what I, them, they I, need to make it the way you want it. Exactly. So assertiveness, that's one of the things I want to talk about. Re- okay, reviewing okay. the menu. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever belong to, like I belong on an open table, mm-hmm. and they send you all the restaurants, you know, and you can kind of see maybe a new one to, to pick from. Sure. And you can go in there and look at their uh menus and things like that so the same thing as i've always been said if if you look at your plate half or more should be vegetables serving or two of a carbohydrate could be rice or sweet potato whatever and then some protein so if you can keep your plate kind of like that when you go out unless you're having your cheat meal and you feel like having a pasta meal because you just lost 15 pounds it's fine here perfect example i went out for mexican food i like mexican food and one thing i particularly care i care for are fajitas i went to a place i got Chicken and scalloped fajitas had tons of peppers and onions, you know, fried up with, you know, grilled up with that. Had uh, soft, uh, uh, soft uh, fajita wrap, mm-hmm. right? I had some guacamole. I had a little bit of, I had lettuce and tomato and salsa on top. I was happy as, as a yeah. clam, and it was a good meal. Well, the, the other thing too, when you go out to eat, don't not eat all day. 
never go hungry. Get your normal meal patterns in a day. Right. That helps. Usually what I like to do, I'll, I'll fill up a little bit. I don't care. A lot of times I bring half my meal home because when I'm starting to get too full, I'm like, I ain't eating the rest of it. Right. I'll have it tomorrow. I get healthy appetizers like shrimp cocktail. Mm-hmm. Or you can do some veggies with dip. Baba ganoush. You know, or a big, kind of stuff. Big, get a big salad before yeah. you, yeah. you know. Uh, if you like clams in the half shell, right? I'll sometimes I like that as a treat. But this is so. going back to what I said earlier about getting knowledgeable. Once you understand it, these choices become much more easy to decide when you're looking at a menu of what to pick. Well, what I do is I give patients, and you'll see my, my list here, like, you know, desserts, if you're trying to stick with it, you get like sherbet or fresh fruit or frozen yogurt. That's that's fine. But what I do is I give people like a list, Japanese restaurants, Chinese restaurants, sure. steakhouse. Right. This is the worst thing to pick when you go to right. a Japanese place, and right. this is the healthier thing. To pick. So the people can like, you know, I give them a whole article to read up on whatever restaurant they're mm-hmm. going to eat. No, that makes sense. And the other thing is when you go on vacation or you have special events, my trick has always been this. Besides, you know, the old lady in front of me, uh, <laughs> normally what I'll do is I'll have a big giant salad or vegetables. I eat that first. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm on a cruise, I'll give you what I did the last time. Some people go on a cruise, they gain 20 pounds. I mean, sure. for God's sakes, right. you know, I gained, that the most work. I gained because yeah, I'm, I'm stay, most I gained was two pounds and I had a great time. Right. So they have a big uh, Jamaican festival right. on top of the ship when you're out to sea. So they had, everything was grilled, mm. grilled eggplant, grilled zucchini. Well, that's the great well, thing about people are taking so, more healthy yeah. alternatives. Now, so, so I'd have a whole plate of grilled vegetables. Mm-hmm. I'd eat that first, get filled up. Right. And then I'd have a couple of pieces of like jerk chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit there and, you know, I might have a little bit of this and that, but I'm sure. not, I'm not going there to gain 20 pounds. No, you're not making the, you're not making the whole oh, thing about just eating like a slob. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So look, we're going to have to wrap up, unfortunately. Right. But we're going to be talking next week about attention Ten, defi- deficit, ADD, I, I and ADHD. I have it myself. <laughs> attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Right, right. It's going to be really good for the kids mm-hmm. um, and it's adults who have it on occasion. Well, adults can have it, yeah. sure. And a lot comes from nutrition, yeah, right. Because everybody's so quick to evaluate and put a stamp on somebody as having ADD when it just could be altering their nutrition to some degree. Correct. Right. Yeah, that's going to be interesting talk. So, uh, everyone, we appreciate you listening as always. If you are on iTunes, if you could rate and review us, we'd appreciate that. Um, on our on our Voice America page, you can check out our Instagram and our web pages, TomMantos.com, FitByFred.net, and we appreciate your time. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening this week to Tom Mantos Speaking of Nutrition with co-host Fred Bornicola. We have new episodes every week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Please join us again soon as we continue your personal journey to better health.